0: Listen, son, to all the sons out there. You can be anything you want to be. Keep God first and love yourself, love your family, and chase your dreams. Welcome to the Listen Son Podcast.
1: All right, everybody. Your favorite guys are back. Your Listen Son Podcast family. Today, we got somebody, man. One of the young brothers, man, paving his own way. He doing his thing. You're going you gonna to get to learn about him. Some of y'all might say you, that's your cousin, but that's my brother right there. Yeah, I introduce him in a second. Um, but, man, we got a good episode coming to y'all. So, we got my dad looking good in the brew crew. What's up, y'all? We got bro, as always. What, what up, doe? Oh, there it is. All right. Then we got uh, we got your boy. Uh, this is uh MJ. And uh, thank you for listening, son, family. And then our guest is uh, my my brother. Like I said, I'm gonna let him introduce himself.
2: Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Kadeem Hunter, man, and um, I am here in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, My brother got me on the podcast. Uh, I've seen I've seen the episodes. I was locked in. Uh, I knew he was on to something since the first episode. So. You know, I was like, hey, how can I tap in? Like, what can I, what can I bring to the table? You know, what can I bring to uh, these, the, the epic conversations that y'all had, man? So I'm just, I'm happy to be in the spot, you know what I'm saying, with my family. So, yeah. Let's go. Hey, before we get to learn about kadim y'all, I'm hot about something. And we're going to start with a
1: little hot topic first, because y'all going y'all gonna to love KD. But I got to start with this. This got me hot. So, hey, without further ado, let me, let me uh, bring this to the, to everybody here, because we got to talk about this. Everybody on here, man, we, we big prime time. We prime time family over here. And uh, my boy went out. They won 53 to zero today, Jackson State. Ooh. And uh, and then we got this, we gotta listen to real quick. Let's check this
3: out. God bless you. Appreciate you everything. I'm pissed off right now because I have mixed emotions. We won, the kids played really well. But while the game was going on, somebody came in and stole every darn thing I had in my locker room in the coach's office, yeah. Credit cards, wallet, watches. Thank God I had on my necklaces. How? So when I talk about equality and raising the standards, that goes for everyone there. Not just the people on the field, not just the coaches, not just the teachers, not just the faculty, but that's everybody, security in everybody. So how do you think it feels coming back? after just teary-eyed because the guys have presented me with the game ball, one of the best moments I've ever had in my professional sports career emotionally. And then you go into your locker room, your coach's office to digress, and you notice and you don't even have a phone to call your mama, to call your girl, to call your, your kids because it's been stolen. You don't even have the the Scully hats that you wore here. We gonna find out who did it.
1: My man is a hall of famer. He changed the game. He goes and take a job so that it opens doors for African-American athletes, African-American coaches. He went his first game, like I said, 53-0. He go into the locker room, everything gone. Randy showed me some stuff earlier where they took took my man Stereo. They yeah, that
4: was, that was was uh, about a month ago. They took, you know, one of those uh, those retro-like boom boxes, the Bluetooth boom boxes. I forget the, the manufacturer, but it, it he had was, just had one of those taken from his vehicle, man. It was gifted to him, and they they did find out who did it. You know, he took it yep, to the He briefs, got it back. He got it, got it back. back. Yeah, this is the second time, man.
1: The Raw emotion. Time, uh, y'all go ahead, man. Raw emotion. I already I got my thoughts. I want to hear from
4: y'all, man. Well, I, I look at it like this, bro. Like you said, not only, you know, did he go to Jackson State looking to, you know, bring uh another level to HBCU football, uh, being you know, obviously being the Hall of Famer that he is. Um uh, so not only was he, you know, he's trying to, you know, he's trying to rebuild a a culture or build a culture there, um, and get more of the top, you know, uh, prospects to, to consider HBCU. So it's, it's really a slap in the face, man. Uh, you know, it seems like, you know, I've been following on, on uh, social media. It seems like he's really trying to do a lot, you know, not just for that football program, but for that community as a whole. So, um, you know, me having some 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 students down there, uh, it's disheartening to see, man. It's disheartening to see. Yeah.
3: Pops, yeah,
2: man. It's um, it's bad business. Um, you know, I I attended the HBCU, so the fact that these these players, I mean, this school has a legend, of football NFL legend that's that's willing to put in the work like like randy said you know put in the work to change and uplift the community like it it, it be your own people it be your own people and I, I really hate that saying i hate it because it's a hard pill to swallow um but we all know how the you know the community of uh, jackson mississippi is I've, I've been there a few times and um it's you know it's it's it has its uh, ups and downs, but um, you know, the fact that he's brave enough to go down there and and, and try to turn this whole thing around is, is amazing. But um, I mean, I'm pretty sure he knew he had his work cut out for him. Um, you know, it sucks, but I'm pretty sure uh, he, he, he knew what he was getting himself into. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, they hungry
4: down there. They hungry down there, man. Just like a lot of you know uh places around the country uh you know inner cities and you know different rural areas around the country especially in the south man um you know economically things aren't you know stable so unfortunately sometimes uh you know we we rob still hurt you know the people closest to us and and uh it might just be a reflection of what's going on you know uh economically
2: in
0: that in that community Mm -hmm. uh nephew welcome to the listen podcast uh to 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 my sons and my nephew uh yeah he he, uh dion was uh one of the favorite one of my favorite players man watching but to me this goes back to raising man you know we financially you know, I didn't have the, 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 you know, great means, but we had love in our family. Uh, my granddad taught us one thing you're not going to do. You're not going to take anything. And that's what hit me, man. Uh, you do not take what doesn't belong to you. I don't care who you are. Um, um, uh, he, my grandfather uh, told us if we went to jail for anything, stealing, taking, we were just going to be there. He wasn't coming to get us. It's no excuses. He didn't believe in that. Um, I, I know it's tough times once again, but once again, that that like he said, you know, you go, you 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 uh, like MJ said, you creating jobs, you are trying to give uh, young men and people something to look forward to, um, and you come back, and and and. Things that belong to you are, are gone. There's no excuse for that. Yeah, yeah. There's no excuse for that. When when, when we were coaching, and, and some of my guys was coaching, MJ, you know this. Carl, Elijah, Kadeem, y'all know this, man. You do not take anything that doesn't belong to you. And and I and I and I, and I feel him. I feel him. I, I you know. I can go on, fellas. I know we're on the show, but that, that pisses me off, really. Yeah. Bit, you know, what I'm
1: saying? It, it pisses me off, too, because now, now, hey, this is the second time. We got to talk to the head of security. Uh, we got to figure out what's going on. That man that man stuff should be... I done been at the NPS game. <laughs> it has been locked up better than that. Like, like you, can't, you can't go to some place. We got to talk to the head of security. And then... Uh, after they took the, the the gifted stereo that was taken away from him earlier he even said on camera i want to talk to the, i wanted to talk to the person that did it cuz he was going to give him a job he was he was going to be like you ain't got to steal from me i'll give you a job within my athletic department absolutely absolutely and i and i hardly whole, I think he would do that so like i said man he's he's you got a you got a hall of Famer, you got a person a person that you got so much access to and this is what you do <laughs> this is what you do so it, it's just disrespectful um I hope I hope we get some more viewers that are gonna watch this episode that comment on that. Um, but we gotta we gotta treat people that invest in our communities. You know, you get you get people that you wonder why they'll never come back, why they'll never come back, why they'll never give sure. back, why yeah, they ain't sure. got you know, he he in the NBA, but the high school he went to got terrible uniforms or something like Well, this is one of the examples why. You yeah, know, sure. so 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 Pops, I see you had something, but I'm gonna go on and go. Yeah, I, this
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know. I just wanna say this too. You 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 brought up something. Do you know? who he is man who he is who he know you know i i, I guarantee you if you went to dion and you asked him whomever it is for anything i guarantee you'd do his best to, to help you yeah
1: yeah and he come from humble beginnings from what i
0: that's what that's what yeah, that's what yeah. i'm saying oh,
1: yeah, definitely all right, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right. so so now we got a hey, we're gonna we're gonna turn it from the dish we are gonna end up coming back to another disrespectful topic this this is gonna be a disrespectful episode i guess full of disrespectful content but we're gonna show <laughs> respect we're gonna show respect to kd first though um i want to i want to you know get the people to know who you are so uh you know you might you might work my brother like i said but you had to you had to move away from some time and you had to make your own path but let's bring it back to the earlier days you know uh You know, were you interested in sports, you know, and things like that? Did you try it out? Uh, And and what was primarily you and your dad's relationship growing up?
2: Oh, man. (laughs) Um, My early, earlier in my life, man, I I knew uh, one thing I wanted was to belong and to have some sort of uh, brotherhood because I was the only child um, growing up. And um, I put brotherhood um, above a lot of things, uh, including sports. But that that sense of brotherhood was the reason I ended up, you know, playing basketball when I moved to Atlanta. Um, you know, playing baseball, running track. You know, um, just to just to have that sense of uh, friendship. Um, when I lived in Milwaukee, I, I you know I had y'all. I didn't, I didn't have, you know, I didn't have to make friends, you know, I moved to Atlanta at age seven. So all I knew was, you know, my brothers, I mean, we, we cousins, but for the viewers, we're cousins, but we brothers, that's what we call each other. And, um, that's what we are. And, um, so when I moved to Atlanta, I, 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 it, it hurt, it hurt a lot because I didn't, I felt naked. I didn't know how to maneuver. This is a different city. This is a different culture. Um, and I didn't know how to make friends. I didn't, I didn't know how to do that. Um, so, you know, but being at the same time, being the person that I am and, and the father that I have, because I, you know, I survived that, uh, me and my dad moved down to Atlanta first. So it was just me and my dad. Um, and we was, you know, we, we was taking it day by day. Um, and then, you know, shortly after that, my mom came down. So, uh, you know, that sense of, uh, you know, that that male, you know, figure I always had always had that, you know, because it was just me and my dad. Um, and our relationship as I got older, it, it grew uh, closer. Like now we're we're closer than we've ever been. We've always been close. We've never been distant. But now that I'm walking that path as a man, I actually see and understand the things he tried to instill in me and you know as a young man you think you know everything you think you're untouchable you think it's like come on dad it's a new day and age but you you find out like it's really not you know it's, it is but like the the same rules apply yeah. um so now you know I, you know I, hey me and my dad we just chop it up you know what i'm saying that's 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 my best friend for real um but uh yeah so that that's that's really how things went in my early life um Luckily, I I was I was always that type of kid that wanted to try out new things. So, you know, like I said, first it was basketball, then it was baseball, then it was track and then it was the band. And here down south, the band culture is top tier, top tier. And it it, it changed. It changed a lot. Uh, You know, I guess it's because of uh, the lack of funds when it comes to the HBCU and high school pipeline. But um, when I was in high school 2008 to 2011, um, it was booming. You had movies like Drumline, you had all these, you know, all these things coming about because of the pipeline that the HBCU band program uh, gave to the high school students. And they, they, sent, they, they paid for a, a lot of high school students uh, around America to go to school for free um you know the athletic that the you know the athletic department and all that is very competitive you want to go to school for sports we already know it's competitive but with the band it was like come one come all long as you know what you're supposed to know we giving you twenty thousand dollars to go to an hbcu you know the pwis wasn't doing that so that's why the, the 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 that uh band culture was so prominent here not because it was just entertaining, but because of the opportunity it gave black students from the hood and from the suburbs, you know, I mm-hmm. uh, gave them a way out like, you know, we I remember recruiting kids to the band that that would skip school every day. Mm. Um, but they found out I could go to school for free if I just pick up this trumpet and learn some notes like. Mm-hmm. Now you know they're accountants, they're lawyers, you know what I'm saying? So it really changed their life around. So like um once I joined the band, I it was like a family for me. Mm-hmm. And I was in love with it ever since. Still is. What was your interest in the band? You know, some people don't know what your role was in the band. Um, so I joined I joined the band and I joined the high school band in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Um I was on the drum line, I played snare drum. Uh, that's all I wanted to play was the drums. I didn't like the trombone, even though I know how to play it. I didn't like the tuba, even though I know how to play that. But it was something about that drum. So um, when I hit ninth grade, I tried out for drum major. And in a a show style band, that's what they call black bands, a show style band, um, the role of drum major is uh, very important um and it's it's a very vigorous tryout um and it's it's like a three-month tryout and um it's it's vigorous physically academically uh, mentally all of that they want to make sure you are the top tier uh student first they want you to have good grades they want you to have you know a great gpa you have to be like a star student of, of this organization and you have to be the best musician. So high school, uh, around 10th grade, I made drum major, which is, uh, you know, unheard of when it comes to that culture in high school. Um, Usually they're seniors. Mm -hmm. Um, So the drum majors who were alongside of me were older than me and I was the youngest um, because they saw leadership qualities within me. Uh, Shout out to my dad. (laughs) Um, Big shout out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, shout out to Pops. and I, and I fell in love. I fell in love with it. I was like, yo, I, I want to do this in college, you know? Um, so I went down to Florida A&M University. And I, I, was, I did their band camp for about a month as a drum major. And I, I won awards. I won awards in Atlanta. Um, and I think what, like I said, what drove me when it came to the band was the, the, that sense of family, that sense of brotherhood. Um, I, I made long life friends. Still, we're friends. Still, you know, to this day. Because, so, yeah, that's what it provided for me. Got you, pops. Yeah. Pops, I think you want to talk a little bit about the move, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah, but uh, fellas, I, you know, you know me, man. I, I'm old school. I, I, I don't want. I'm still, man. I'm still focused on that which you showed me. But I want you fellas to remember, and I, I'll get to your nephew. To pray, trust in the Lord. Pray, trust in the Lord. Respect your authorities and met. Please don't don't take, don't steal, don't take, don't do anything. We taught you that. The reason I taught y'all that, and and I know you was taught that, nephew, is because I was taught that. You know what I mean? And um, nephew, this is gonna go to you, man. Uh, I I know the show about you, but man, I I, I appreciate your dad, man. Your dad, me. E, I call him Dr. Galley. We was for the same thing, man. Raising our kids, family, uh, 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 especially our sons. We wanted y'all to be uh, successful young men, productive young men. But if 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 if, what advice can you give to a because uh, you made that transition and you said uh, you you spoke on how you initially felt, but what did you learn from it? If you if a young man, you know, you knew somebody in their family was getting ready to make the transition. What advice could you give?
2: And they may not understand it at first, but uh, one of the biggest lessons I've learned thus far is to really embrace change um, because that's that's your journey. That's a part of your journey. That's a part of your story. And it's, it's going to suck sometimes. It's going to be hard. Um, you're in a new environment. What Whatever change you're going through, whether if it's a new environment or a new a new job or just whatever, new school. Embrace that change. Embrace that change because that that it that's gonna test you. Number one, Absolutely. and if you pass that test, that's gonna determine the type of man you will become. So just know that it's a test. It's nothing permanent. It's it, it's something you're gonna look back on and remember to use it for you know future uh, endeavors, future future uh, problems or lessons or you know things like that so just embrace that change man i I don't care how old you are whatever transition you're going through
0: i agree with that man because my grandson and my granddaughter made that transition about a couple years ago and uh my grandson he he's probably 14 now he was about 12 Mm play ball anau circuit man uh real good real good and he he couldn't understand it man he couldn't understand it you know his friends are all up here they went to Austin Texas but now he's understanding exactly what you just said is that you know uh they chose a decision that for the family that they thought was best and 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 and, and he's he's starting to accept that I, I, I so i just wanted to hear from you so the viewers understand but He's, he's so. starting to come at the 14, 14 now he's starting to come along he's starting to make friends got his own friends like you say. but when he went down there he didn't have he didn't have friends he didn't have anybody. Mm-hmm. Secondly man uh, uh, why HBCU you know I'm big on that man I everybody know if they watch the episodes I tried to send an MJ that way but you know like you say your path is your path and I, I understand that but what can you possibly say? about it and why did you choose HBCU?
2: Okay, um, first first and foremost, um, I, I actually was blessed to have the opportunity to experience both uh, HBCU and a PWI. Okay. And, uh, um, and I experienced the PWI, you know, older, a little older. So I, I looked at things from a different perspective, um, man. One thing that HBCU can do is It instills a sense of pride in you uh, as a black person, male or female. Um, And if you really take advantage of the opportunities that these schools have for you, you will learn so much about yourself Mm -hmm. that they're not teaching or Mm -hmm. shedding no type of light on within the PWI. Absolutely. Whether if it's the biggest or the smallest things, like, for example, when I went to South Carolina State, we had fried chicken Wednesdays and um, everybody would get dressed up, you know, and they and they close and, mm. and they'll and go to lunch, fried chicken Wednesdays and they have a DJ in there. And, and and it wasn't about how lit or how turnt it was. But as, as I, you know, me being 28 years old, looking back on it, that was beautiful because it was a sense of camaraderie. It was a family. Um, and it creates a, a close-knit network. Um, a lot of those people I still talk to to this day. You know, we've worked on films together. Um, we still, you know, hang out. You know, I, they, they're having kids now, you know, and, and it creates that, like, like a family. Mm-hmm. And um, as far as a PWI, my experience, and I'm not trying to, you know, shun nobody who went to a PWI. Um, but it doesn't, to me, my experience, it doesn't have that sense of uh, camaraderie within the black community. Um, it's a lot of uh, competition, a lot of competition. Um, and it's, you're gonna go through competition wherever you go, but wherever you go. right?
4: It's,
2: it's unhealthy to me, from what I experienced, it was unhealthy. And, you know, I, like I said, I experienced as an older uh, young man, so, I knew how to maneuver. Um, I knew how to, you know, let people know, like, "Yo, yes, having a friendly rivalry competition is cool." You know, that's you know, iron sharpens iron. But at the end of the day, we all we got, we that's all right. we got in this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, um, it's 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 different. It's different. It's, you it's gotta nothing, pick your it's,
4: battles.
1: It's nothing more disappointing than walking in the class and you see another person who you relate to, who you can have conversation with and y'all just walk past each other and don't say nothing to each other. Don't say I've nothing. Experienced it. You know what I'm saying? you like, y'all, you, I could have an open seat in the cafeteria next to me and you go sit way over there while I'm sitting way over here. Like, I, I, yes, bro, you telling the truth. Like, it's mm-hmm. you create these unnecessary rivalries and then when it come time to like, when it's friction or when it's like confrontation on campus, it'd be between us. Yeah. <laughs> we still we still be in some type of entertainment that we don't got to be. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. yeah, so no I feel you on that man. And I am glad you I'm glad I have somebody close to me that experienced that HBCU uh lifestyle education because I get to live through you <laughs> with that, you know, I didn't get to but uh hey, if you can ever show me some fried chicken Wednesdays or whatever, you know, as we adults now, let me know.
2: Oh yeah, It'd be <laughs> <laughs> Bro,
1: bro, bro, go ahead man. I know you got something.
4: Yeah, I, you know, um, what I, my oldest son Isaiah, you know, getting ready to, uh, you know, looking into colleges and things like that, man, I want you to, you know, pops, obviously, uh, uh, ask you about HBCUs, talk to me about, you know, your decision and uh, joining fraternity, man, Let's talk about their life. Okay. Um, hmm. And why the fraternity you chose, Uh, you know, some of the things you got to do, you know, while, you know, part of that fraternity and everything.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I I am a member of Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated. Um, Me moving to Atlanta, it it, uh, introduced me to a lot of new things. And that's the main reason why I said uh, whatever transition you're going through to embrace it, because uh, I don't think I would have the mindset I have now if I stayed in Milwaukee, because I, I just wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known so um the reason i chose me personally omega sci-fi i I was introduced to it as a as i think i was like eight years old Uh, i got two uncles um that are brothers and um i just saw the 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 brotherhood I, i i saw the service and how involved they were within the community um the amount of change that they wanted to uh, you know, uh, place on the community and, and really just get involved, get their hands dirty for real. And that's something that I wanted to do that I always was interested in with service, um, and, and how to make my community better. So, you know, when it comes to fraternities and sororities, you have your stereotypes, um, you have, you know, oh, you know, the cues are, they the dogs, they, this, they, that, you know, and, the capitals, they this and they that, the alphas, they this and they that, but at the end of the day, we're all about service, and just uplifting the community, um, and, and then putting in that work, even after college, yeah. you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of wife fraternities, I mean, hey, once you graduate, that's it, you know, it, it ain't, you know, but within, within the divine nine, within the Panhellenic hellenic council we we hold it dear to our hearts because we pledge to uh instill service forever until we die so i don't care how big or how small you impact your community but you gotta you gotta you gotta continue to uh you know do service
4: very so important. very important
2: yeah that's 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 the that should be the only reason to be honest that should be the only reason so I, as far as him uh, going to school and he's going to get introduced to fraternities and things like that, it's not something he has to do to, 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 to you know make a change. He don't got to do it. Um, it's, it's plenty of uh, things he can do as far as you know instilling service. A lot of my frat brothers, before they were my frat brothers, they started organizations on campus, um, you know, without the frat, and that's just how passionate they were. Um, so, you know, just I say he can go down whatever path that that cause that cause him, you know. Good. 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 Thanks,
1: sir. Yeah. yeah. Let's break it up one more time. All right. We're going to break it up. I said it's going to be some more disrespect, disrespectful content we got to show. So one more time, let me bring something to you. And then we're going to go back to, to the story of uh, my boy, Kadeem. One second here. Oh, my man still looks upset. I got to get up out of here. I get- <laughs> Get obsessed, you're again.
4: Here, here go yeah, another. One. Hey, here go another
1: one though, man. This one, this one. Hey, Cam Newton got a football camp. He do.
5: Check this out. You, you ask. Your you're you're you a free agent. You're a free agent. You're a free agent. You to be pulled. I'm rich. You <laughs> about to be pulled. I'm rich. You better be pulled. I'm right. You're a free agent. Free agent. I'm right. He's a free agent. your
4: daddy? Let me talk to your dad. talk to your dad. Oh, where's
5: your He's dad? He's a free agent. Where's your dad?
1: a free agent. Your dad. a free agent. Boy. You asked. Let me to, where's you your right. I hope everybody got to see that a little bit too. I'll tell you this stuff is disrespectful. Dion and not Cam, you know, but but Cam Newton got a football cam. All right. Cam Newton has a very successful uh 707 team.
4: Hey, wait, uh-huh. though. So these these is like the shorties in his program that's talking check, to
1: him? Check. Hey, man. Hey, you can't make this stuff up. This obviously got to be a shorty that's at his camp, or he got a brother or nephew or somebody at the camp. Cam Newton is actually present at his camp. Like, for me, this equates to when Devin Harris did his camp at North Division. All right? Right. Devin played for Dallas. Devin, Devin actually showed up, you know, RIP with him and his brother, Bruce. And it's just like me, like, bashing Devin because he a free agent now but not realizing, hey, he was a Hall of Famer at one point. He was a national, yeah. you know, he Heisman Trophy winner at one, uh, like I just said, Heisman Trophy winner, uh, got to the Super Bowl, league MVP, I think. Uh, he had to go Juco, like his story, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't just handmade. His cleats, everybody was wearing Cam Newton cleats, just mm-hmm. like Steph Curry's yep. shoes, <laughs> playing football. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, which I got to say about this disrespectful video, man?
0: Son, Nephew, sons, this is very disrespectful. Again, he's once again, he's he's giving back. He's giving back. He is like you said, son, he's big time. Heisman Trophy went to the Super Bowl. Oh, man, disrespect goes back to your raising, man, goes back to what you were taught, man. You do not disrespect your elders, man. You know what I'm saying? You don't do that. Mm-hmm. You do not do that, man. This man, like you say, he's present. He's present. He's trying to give these young men an opportunity. And and, and, and you talk slick to him like this. You know what I mean? I, I just son, I it, it disappoints me. It really do. It disappoints me.
2: Cam did the right thing. He was like, I don't even want to talk to you. Where you where's your right. Where's your <laughs> <laughs> like you
0: tripping. So you man. tripping.
4: You tripping. Yeah. For me, for me, I'm just I'm stunned, man. I, I need some more content, uh, context because it's like, you know, was they was they having a, a roasting a roasting session session prior to this and it just snowballed into this or or what? Like, you know, but uh, you know, Cam ain't ass, you know. I mean, they trying to get there. You at his camp. You know what I mean? Right. So you can only you can only say so much. You know he's he's proven himself on the field. You know, uh, may not had had a ring or you know, but I mean as an accomplished player, at least you know uh, that he is. So it's, it's still got to be a certain level of respect. Uh, you know, straight calling him ass at his camp, and you ain't even you know out of high school yet. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> to, to me,
1: to me, this is disappointing because this always goes to trying to get that viral moment instead of getting that valuable knowledge like dog go talk to this man you how many people that look like look like him have gotten to that level and have transformed the game and have done what this man have done get this knowledge but instead you want to get the little 30 second viral clip to feel like you the man you're right for some homeboys who who, who who ain't even doing that you ain't doing nothing Name do you know right. y'all right. trying to get to where this man getting to so it, it's yeah. just real disappointing because i wouldn't have like i said i wouldn't do that to Devin Harris, I wouldn't do it to, you know, uh, Tony Dungy, Herm Edwards. I wouldn't do this to these cats if, if these these prestigious men, if they were in my presence. I'm trying to get the knowledge.
3: For I'm
1: sure. pretty, I'm pretty sure KD. We're gonna get to this next part. Where we where we talk to Kadeem about another thing he does. But it's some people in the, the lane that he's creating. I'm pretty sure if he got to talk to them, that's top notch in that field, in that profession. He wouldn't be trying to get a 30 second viral clip. What
0: did, know, what so did, what what did I used to tell y'all, man? Even with. Us, us coaching here, uh, Joe Mallets, uh, Brian Webb, uh, Ben Kearns. You know these, these, these. We we had jobs, man, but we also was coaching. Uh, uh, Eric, uh, Doctor Gallion. You know, respect these guys, man. We don't ha- we don't have to do this, man. You know what I'm saying? But we trying to give back and try to help the young men, not just with the uh, athletic skills, but teaching them the right from wrong, man. Discipline, respect, like. Not what you see, you know what I'm saying, you know. And I told uh, Jay, you know, I told you, Randy, that y'all respect your elders, man. You know what I'm saying? That, 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 that yeah, all this old, you know, different times, and uh, you know, man, I don't want to hear that. That's garbage,
1: yeah, yeah. I feel you, I feel you. I ain't gonna let hey, I need, I need you around, man. So, I'm, I'm we gonna go to talk about Khadijah some more because that blood pressure keep going,
0: down. hey, 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 sir, <laughs> hey, hey sir. I'm getting <laughs> hey, get ready. Hey, this is my nephew. If it wasn't my nephew, yeah. I think this episode I wouldn't even be involved. Uh, yeah, I think. Let, let's,
1: hey, let's bring this work work, uh holy hey, God, hey,
0: ne- hey, hey, nephew, I'm glad you're on here because there's a lot of disrespect on this one. Oh, hey, no, nah, but
2: you're you right, though. You're right. Like, I wish I was standing that close to Cam Newton. I don't even play sports, but this man is a, business, saying, man? Man? Yeah. Yeah. a business, business man. man? Yeah, a businessman. Uh, right. He opened one of the top-notch bars in Atlanta. It's called Fellowship. And that's right. my spot. And um, okay. I go all the time. But it's like, man, this man is a mogul. Like, you tripping. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> and ain't nobody around yeah. him. You know, the sad
1: thing, ain't nobody around him, his age or older, telling him, dog, you you tripping right now. Like, everybody laughing and geeking up for the moment. Like Randy said, okay, it could have been some joking. Involved. Hey, man,
4: hey, that's why I said it, it had to be a, a roasting session or something that just snowballed into that.
0: Son, I hope so. Son, I hope ah, so. I really man. do. You know, because uh, you know, man, you you with these guys, man, you 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 can learn some things, man. You can learn like uh uh nephew said, Kadeem, you could you could uh you could learn how to get there in athletics or business or whatever. And then like I said, you don't know who these guys know. You know what I'm saying? They can help you along the way.
1: All right, man. Hey, hey for the sake of pops, man? We gotta we gotta push it, okay? So then we gotta push it? So so one of the things you're involved in now, man. Uh and you know what? Let me let me let me let me introduce it this way. One one second, fellas. Stop.
5: Stop. Stop. Hey, Port! you stopping me. Me, I'm the lead detective on this case, which means my ass is on the line. The captain watching out every single move. It's only going to lead us to a wanted shitstorm. So you need to relax. Need I remind you I took that bullet that resulted in your promotion? Yeah. I risked my life so we could live, Elijah. The case was won, but the shooter got away. And now he's taunting me by dangling the carrot in front of my face. I'm not going to let you ruin your life off an emotional decision. You might not see it now, but it's only a matter of time before we stop him in his tracks. So don't worry about it. Don't let 30 seconds get you 30 years, Josh. I ripped that badge out of giving me your heart. You're gonna have to do it. Cause I ain't going nowhere.
4: You he still hear the gunshots. I see the flash
5: it's clear as the They took everything from me. Don't ever think for a second, I don't have your back and your front because you are not both know that I wouldn't even be here without you. I will do whatever it takes to make this right. I owe it to you. We will rectify this by any means.
1: Okay. Tell me a little bit about that. What was that project, and and what got you involved in modeling and and acting? Oh, man.
2: Um, Acting, I would say it came out of nowhere, but it it didn't. Um, I learned not too long ago that my mom was into modeling. Um, I didn't know that. Um, She had headshots. Uh, She submitted to agencies, and you know, all kinds of things. And, um, I didn't, I didn't, you know, she would try to push me, not really push me, but she would be in my ear. Like, you know, you should try it because back in 2014, that's when the film scene in Atlanta started booming. A lot of opportunities started coming about and I would do school plays. I would, I would host talent shows. I, I really had a thing. I had a niche for just being in front of people and speaking. Um, that's, that's where it started. So as far as acting, that started uh, when I moved back to Atlanta in 2015. I went to South Carolina and I moved back in 2015. And I, the opportunities just kept coming up. I was like, man, i ain't not really, you know, studying that, you know, on a professional level, you know. Uh, But my mom, you know, and and other people around me was like, man, I think you should try it. Even my friends was like, man, that's you. You know, I think you should try it out. I'm like, man, you know, now that I'm not playing the drums or I'm not playing sports, um, I need a hobby. I need a way to express myself. Um, I've always been into the arts and the arts was my way of expressing myself. So I tried it. I tried it. And, you know. Just like any other actor, you try it, you quit, you try it, you quit. And if it it just keep coming back, you might want to go ahead and just take it head on. You know, wherever it leads you is where it leads you. You just got to know your reason for doing it. And my reason for doing it, uh, for me, is to impact uh, the youth. Um, It's it's a form of ministry for me. It ain't about fame. It ain't about looking good on camera and all that. I mean, that's cool. But for me, it's really it's ministry sparking an idea in a young person's head. Mm -hmm. And subconsciously, they move forward and realize, yo, it's something out here for me, despite what's going on in my community, despite what I see on the news. It's a way out. And it doesn't have to be acting. It can be anything. And that's why I take on roles that are different. You know, I may play a drug dealer. I may play uh, a doctor. I may play a police officer, whatever it is. As long as that role can speak life into someone. And as long as that role can inspire someone in whatever it is they want to do, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Because one thing about the, the craft of acting is very deep. You know, if you're a great writer and you're writing out these characters, those characters, they, they that that's a real person. Somewhere in the world, you're writing about a real person. It's it's a real entity. So you you uh you want to speak like that. I want to speak life into someone, you know what I'm saying? So that's my sole reason of doing it, you know, because it's it is a form of ministry and therapy for me. I want to ask you a question because we had a
1: great conversation about this. First off, do you want to shout out that project or that clip we just showed? What, what, oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to uh, Ravon Miles who helped uh, executive produce that clip. Uh, Ravon Miles is uh, that's one of my close friends. Uh, he's an actor as well. Uh, you guys will be seeing us on the life Jennings story that's coming out soon. Uh, I can't give out too much, you know, too many details about that. But that's I met him on set. I met him on set. Um, for a project and um yeah it's it's coming soon okay so
4: we're yeah. saying I'm that gonna have, I'm, gonna have, I'm gonna have to tap in with you on that too because man you know uh, yeah once i get my boys you know you know into their journey man if you still into that i gotta tap in with you man because sure. uh, in high school you know being in drama club and plays and you know stuff like that was my league too outside of sports so wow so i ain't to yeah man. yeah i got i got scripts and everything that i we're gonna talk we're gonna talk okay for sure for you sure. see that
1: look i i didn't even know that like you me. I, I, I didn't know you know what i mean but yeah. but uh when you were kind of like out of it and then you got back into it one of the conversations that stood out to you was this time around when you had it with your dad
2: mm-hmm. you wonder, how did that go and why was that impactful this time around so um one thing about my dad, man, he's he's very hardworking, and he don't really say too much. But when he speak on something, it's real, and you are gonna okay. feel it. And his sense, like his 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 grind and his work ethic, is something I really look up to. Um, you know, he gonna make something out of nothing. So I really, you know, as I got older, I was like, man, I wanna be like that. You know. I want that spirit in whatever I do. So uh, acting is what I do. Um, and he, he he really wasn't rocking with it like that. Like he was kind of like skeptical, like, man, I don't, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? That's normal. That's normal for a lot of people. Um, I expected that, um, but that's my dad. He loved me and he, he know that he raised the, he know he raised a soldier to put it to you for real. Um, and, and, and he had faith in me. Um, he never he never really said it, but just his actions, you know, he supported me. Um, so 2020, I was sitting down and I was just thinking of different ways to go into business and different ways to expand my business because I am into videography and digital marketing as well. Um, I help people basically uh, grow their brands uh with videography photography video editing commercial work things like that and i i I really uh want to expand and uh because i was losing hope within the industry because of the coronavirus things slowing down so i was like yo i gotta i gotta do something i gotta get it some type of way
1: so so you are gonna have
2: doubts along your journey
1: with whatever profession you're doing right
2: whatever sport. profession you're doing you're gonna yeah. go through hardships yeah. man for real. we let
1: these little cats know that but go ahead go ahead yeah
2: yeah Now you gotta stay solid whatever you're doing keep going keep yeah. going you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah. legends they they not you know they don't quit they're not legends because of just some odd you know magical reason it's because they just didn't quit yeah. um they went through the storm they went through the struggle but um back to you know my yeah. dad in 2020 he was like you know what kadeem He said, you need to focus on acting. That was the first time I ever heard him really like push me in that direction. And he didn't say too much, but that really meant a lot. You know what he said, because he was like, that meant I see something in you. I see progression in what you're doing. I see you growing in what you're doing. You need to focus on that. And that's all I needed to hear. And um, it's been full speed ahead ever since because I had that push from somebody that I really love and look up to. And I just wanted that pat on the back, like, well done, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's why I, I, after that, that's all I needed to hear. I I got an agent. um, I got a manager. I'm now signed to three different agencies. Um, I got one manager, um, I've, I've been in a lot of independent projects. I've been in projects that's been on television from Survivor's Remorse to Fatal Attraction to The Hate You Give, which is a, a movie uh, starring Issa Rae. Um, and, it, it, you know, it was hard, but at the same time, my dad giving me that push, that's all I needed. Full speed ahead.
1: Yeah. I know that's big, man, when we get that from, from somebody like our pops, somebody that's in our corner. Uh, that's a huge thing, a brother. So uh, I just wanted somebody that's listening to take away them two things. He had doubts along the way. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't easy. You know, he just shared some stuff about me that he had to do to get money, to get headshots. you know, to get, to get yeah. things done. You know, I, I don't know yeah. if he want to touch on that, but just to sh- that's that, that admiration that I have for you, man, it's, it's unmatched. You know what I mean? And that's, you know, he said that, you know, it's not going to be easy, but also once you get that, that, that word, that encouragement from somebody that you, you know you've been waiting on it from man take that and run with that because that's yeah that, that's jim that's go right there
2: but the main part is knowing like like the main you know for other young actors out there um the main it, whoever know why you're doing what you're doing you gotta you gotta have a why and that why has to be bigger than you um mm-hmm. like i said my why is acting as a ministry for me to minister to other people whether if i'm playing a good guy or a bad guy i want to spark an idea a thought, and somebody, talk life into somebody. So whatever you're doing, what you're doing, your why has to be bigger than you. If not, you don't have a foundation. You don't have that foundation and, and you can't build upon what you're doing. It's going to fall. You're going to quit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. know your why. Know your why. Yeah.
1: So you want to shout out your, your videography uh, company, your video editing
2: company? and uh, Yes. 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 Ahead, um, you guys can go ahead and Uh, look me up on instagram Uh, if you want to see my work or vimeo uh, the name of the company is theatric visuals theatric is t-h-e-a-t-r-i-q visuals and um, you can see my work Uh, I I just finished up a project with uh, Jessica Myers who's a prominent uh, black real estate investor here in Atlanta just just closed the $8.9 million deal um, with the hotel. So she, you know, black woman, yeah, she doing it. She booming here in Atlanta. Um, So yeah, you can look that up. Uh, If you need any video editing work, if you need uh, any consulting or anything uh, within the Atlanta area, we are not mobile state to state yet. Um, Right now we are in the Georgia, just the Georgia state of Georgia, so.
1: Yeah. Good looking. Good looking on that. Now, it's one thing I do know uh, that if uh, I was to have to relocate and do some work in the Atlanta, Georgia area, uh, I've I've been seeing that everybody that kind of go down to the warmer states or, you know, down south, you got to have a workout regimen. You can't you can't just still be kind of slouching, you know. So one of the things I I love about you is your discipline to that weight room. Uh, So, you know, what does that do for you, man? And you look good, man. I got to say that straight out. You Y'all be seeing the videos, man. You you oh, putting up God. some iron and stuff like that. But what what where did the love for the weight room come and what does that do for you?
2: That that came out of nowhere. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah. Um man, I I, you know, I was in the sports uh within my early life. Uh when I was drum major, majors, very physical. You know, we used to run like five miles a day. Um, it was, but it was more so militant than athletic. Uh so I was always in shape to be honest with you, Um, but, you know, transparent moment. I did get in some type of trouble with the law at one point and um, I I got over it, you know, I I made it through. The Lord gave me a second chance. And when I came back home, um, I didn't have no money. I ain't have no job, no car. I wasn't in school. I didn't have no type of hope at all, for real um but my church was right down the street walking distance and i was like man let me let me let me just see what's going on down here you know i don't know what led me to that but um when i was in trouble i said a prayer i said god if you if you get me out of this i just want you to just order my steps you know, order my steps, whatever it is you you, you want to bestow on my spirit, what you want to put on my heart, whatever it is you want me to do in this world, you in the driver's seat, I'm in the passenger seat, we ride. So that voice spoke to me and um, I took a walk to the church, walking distance, and it's hot. It's probably like 2 p.m. in July. It's hot. In Atlanta, it's hot. So I'm just walking. It's like a mile away. And I walk up there. And um, I go to the gym, I go to the gym, you know, I get a tour and they were welcoming and um, I started going. I just started going and I kept going because of the the older the older men that was that was within that gym who also went through trials and tribulations or who were pastors or who were, you know, mailmen or who were whatever. The thing about it is they all had gyms. That's what kept me in there, the gyms. And it it was a bond that we created and we held each other accountable in the gym so we could go out into the world and do what we was supposed to do. So for others looking at me when it comes to fitness, it's like, yo, he's dedicated. Like, he really, like, he looked good. Man, it's deeper than that, man. Because one thing about what these gentlemen taught me, in this gym, we put ourselves through physical stress. Right. When you're working out, you're putting your body through physical stress. So there is no way I will allow an outside entity to put stress on my mind and body more than I can put on myself, you know, to to, to build me up. Mm. I put that on myself to build me up mentally, spiritually and within my craft, uh, within my family, within church, within the word. That's why I do what I do, uh, because it starts here. For me it starts here and when I go out into the world I excel because of what I'm what I'm building what I'm building inside of here yeah I'm building muscles but I'm building something bigger than that yes sir you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying so fitness saved my life for real Uh, fitness literally saved my life after after that I got a car got into school got a job joined church worked at the church um, it 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 saved my life, man. Yeah, man. Uh, you know,
1: good, I'm glad. Great. I'm glad you shared that story. Pops, You got something on that because I see it, it just touched you. You good?
0: No, no. I'm just uh, proud of you, Kadeem. I'm proud of you for sharing that with us, man. You know, uh, God makes no mistakes. Uh, what people don't realize is that it's a part of your journey. Your journey. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Your 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 uh, shortcomings what happens is you're supposed to uh, ask for forgiveness, ask God for forgiveness. And, 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 I guarantee you, God will forgive you, but continue to uh, don't, don't hold on to that. Don't hold on to it because it is done. It's done. Your granny said that a long time ago. Yeah. She, she, she has some sayings, man. You can't undo a fried egg. You know what I'm saying? So once it's done, it's done. So you pray about it and you keep going, but it's, it's, what it's doing is as you get older you understand that you're becoming the man that god wants you to be because of the of your past. everybody got a past. so what we have to do we have to learn from anything that we have done and 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 ask for forgiveness and move forward to continue to be uh great men you understand what i'm saying
2: yeah yes sir
1: Def- definitely noticed from when he went to the tall skinny cousin to the to the cousin I got to uh, kind of address in a in a respectful way. I definitely noticed it, man. So, hey, we're going to uh, hey, – we keep going, man. You're going to keep blessing these people with some knowledge. But that just means we got to get you back. We got to keep this familiar face. Uh, I want to
0: ask Kadeem something. Can I ask okay. Kadeem something? Go ahead. Kadeem, uh, I told this story uh, before. You know, he was a big defensive back, big-time guy, highly recruited, right? hmm And uh, I was a receiver in school, right? And uh, since you're talking about, you know, <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up uh, in the gym. I told him he could not stop me. He, he on one of the episodes, he told me what, uh, what, what kind of uh, defense he would have played on me. But one thing he couldn't, his speed, he couldn't catch me, could be. You got to be able to catch me to stop me. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I just wanted to share that with you, but. He probably gonna he probably gonna throw something at me right now, but son, you couldn't have stopped me. I, I wish I had footage. Uh, yeah.
1: So you so you saying speed would have been where I where my
0: life. Well, what what, what what? Not only I'm not only that, I got you by I got you probably about two or three inches too. So okay. you you couldn't you couldn't. I'm telling you. And then I, I mean I'm a thinker. I'm a thinker like you're a thinker. So hey, you got Randy in it.
4: I'm
1: just saying Randy was about to say something. What you was about to say, Randy?
4: Uh, I'm just I'm just getting ready to just. Talk crazy, Pop said he was gonna burn you, bro. That's it. <laughs> We're just about to say. <laughs> He's like, he flat he felt I was gonna say he was gonna burn you, yeah. man. You know, <laughs> and it's <laughs> it, it, it just you know, it's some it's some
1: defensive backs in the game that aren't the fastest, but they 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 dominate the craft. You know what I mean? It's a, it's about who would adopt. We just gonna let Kadeem, listen, Kadeem.
0: You
5: didn't, did, Kadeem. You, did you
0: hear what Kadeem said? I, I you be heard. in the gym. listen. You be mm-hmm. in the gym, which I uh, was in the gym. Okay. And and and, and, and you're talking to knowledgeable Uh, that's what we're doing in the gym man i'm learning how to beat you not just with my speed i'm learning how to beat
1: you i got you i got you uh kadeem uh thank you for this episode thank you for spending time (laughs) with the listen sub podcast family uh I, I got I I, I I take my notes, man. While this episode is going, I got I got a full page of it, man. You you delivered, um, and what I want people to do is continue to like, subscribe, and share this one, especially, uh, because not getting able to not being able to see your cousin for so many years, um, and and get some of these stories that you knew nothing about, um, stories you may have heard, but they hit they hit a little harder this time around. It means everything. Man, I'm so proud of you. I know everybody else that is on here is proud of you. Um, and you got to bless us. You, yeah. watch, you watch some episodes, so you already know how you got to get us out of here. We need that listen son message, all right, where you got to say listen son, and you got to deliver some nuggets, something your father might have said or something you might have heard uh, along the way in the, in the gym, all right, them gyms you took with you. But yeah. bless us the proper way, man. Get us out of here with the listen son for so, message.
2: For sure, so, for sure. So. Hold
1: on, uh, hold on. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't hold on. You, I'm going to let you get a little thought on that. But uh recently, uh people, uh Randy has blessed us with something else.
0: To all the sons out there, you can be anything you wanna be. Keep God first and love yourself, love your family, and chase your dreams. Welcome to the Listen Son podcast. Yeah! Baseball yeah! edition. All right. Yeah! We got the baseball
4: edition out. First episode features who Randy? Sorry. Uh, Milwaukee Brewer center fielder Corey Ray and uh, his his young son Casey uh, joined this man. So uh, we uh, are looking to uh, get with him, his pops. Um, you know, the weather has been making it difficult. Uh, his his family is still his father uh, is still in Chicago, so obviously they get the weather that we get here in Milwaukee. And uh, so he's been pretty busy, but we we putting that together, man. That'll be part two. We got some. Some uh, some locals here uh, hoping to hook up with some some uh, some more uh, big league guys. Uh, so, any keep, fi- keep looking out for listen son baseball
1: podcast. Yeah, any father son combinations with baseball, man. No matter where you at, come check out uh, Coach Randy uh, and, and let's let's get that project built up. But for sure. we, let's go, let's end it, Kadeem. Listen, son, message.
2: Oh man, listen, son. One of the one of the, one of one thing I can say, it ain't on you. It's in you. I don't care what society tries to push into your mind, what they try to uh, whatever message they're trying to uh, make you agree with whatever it is that they got on the flashy clothes, you know, cause we're moving into that time, flashy clothes, flashy cars. You got to have this, you got to have that. You got to own this. You got to own that. It's not about what's on you. It's about what's in you because Absolutely. all of that, all of those things devalue. That's just what it is. But, but what's inside of you, if it's the right thing, if you holding on to the right thing, if you stand true to yourself, I guarantee you, you will have something much more valuable than whatever it is you see that they're trying to push
5: until your mom. Thanks once again, my fraternity and sorority of listeners of Listen Son podcast. Please, women and men, please like, subscribe and share. Continue to support our goals to connect untold special real life stories.